we're excited. We have, uh, we're just going to have fun tonight. We're going to do a live Q and a, and we're going to give away a free ticket to our conference. Um, and the only, the way to enter, if you're, um, if you didn't read the post on social media, um, you just sign up for our Patreon, which is only $5 and you're automatically entered to win a free ticket. And we're going to announce the winner next Thursday on next week's episode. And if you're already a Patreon member, you're going to be automatically entered to win a free ticket for our conference. So that being said, make sure you go sign up if you want a free ticket. We'd love to see you guys there. The venue itself um, officially sold out the other night as far as the rooms available on site. As always, there's camping available, nearby Airbnbs, hotels. The conference is not sold out, but the venue itself is sold out. But rooms at the venue are sold right. out just to be just to be clear the conference is not sold out i just know people will hear sold out and right right you know so, people but you can also what people have done the past two years is they put themselves on a waiting list or the cancellation list because mm-hmm. inevitably people always cancel cancel uh stuff comes up and there will be openings so if you call up there you can put your name on the cancellation list and and they'll call you um so it's always worth calling up there and asking. Um, mm-hmm. But tickets are available. Uh, Rebelsofdisclosure.com. And we have the early bird special going right now. And the early bird special is for the live stream pass and the in-person pass. And that's going to end on midnight on Black Friday. And the in-person early bird pass not only is discounted, but it comes with a free T-shirt. And you pick your T-shirt size at checkout. And we'll have this shirt ready for you at the door when you check into the conference. So um, I I guess I'm going to have to repeat a lot of this later for the people who aren't here at the very beginning. But um, how's it going, Aaron? What's going on? Uh, it's going well. It's going well. How are you? Perfect. I just got back from XCon. I'm yeah. How was the conference? It was it was great, actually. It was very intimate, um, but it was such a beautiful energy. It was just the right crowd, and uh, we had a blast. It was Margie K outdid herself, and we just it honestly nice. was one of the most enjoyable times. And uh, I can't say enough good things about it. It was really fun, and, and uh, I I was actually introduced to some some of the speakers I didn't know, I wasn't aware of, and two of them blew my mind. And hopefully, we can get them on the show. Uh, uh, Sev yeah. Talk, which was one of them, who you Sev know, Talk. yeah, yeah, she's awesome, yeah. <clears throat> And then uh, there's there's another guy who has some really interesting information about um, like the tunnel network and underground bases and some ET like black projects and stuff. It was really, really good. So uh, anyway, guys, if you have any questions for us, please, when you put your question in the chat, make sure you put question in all caps before your question. So we so it's visible so we don't miss it. Um. And I know we already have a couple other questions, but is there anything else that you wanted to cover before we actually get started, Aaron? Hmm, not really. So if you, um, for those who, who are just now strolling in, before we get started, I'll just say it one more time. Um, to enter to win a free ticket for the conference, all you have to do is go over to our Patreon. That link is below in the description. And... You just sign up for the Patreon. It's $5 to sign up and you're automatically entered to win a free ticket. And we're going to announce the ticket next Thursday on our podcast. So, and if you're already a Patreon member, you're automatically entered to win. So good for you. 
And um, what else? Oh yeah. So an incentive to sign up for the Patreon. We are, we are beginning to dive down the rabbit hole for the Tartaria webinar, which I'm extremely excited about. Um, I've already been doing some research and like, it's just one of the most mind blowing topics. And I already can tell it might have to be a two-parter. We'll see. Um, yeah. But, uh, but I know a lot of people just by the comments and the feedback are really excited about that one. And so am I, uh, and you know, yeah, my favorite too. part, my favorite part about doing the webinars is, you know, we get to learn a lot as well along the way. Um, so it's a lot of fun and we appreciate all your support. So anyway, that being said, let's jump into the first question. Let's, um, Oh man, this I, I don't know. Question: Serious? <laughs> I don't know. Will they disclose what is really going on underground where the big trucks are going? Do you want to tackle that one, Aaron? And, um, well, they would be they in quotes. <clears throat> yeah, not so, the the government. No, like not anytime. Well, here's the thing. I know what you're talking about. You're talking about the military convoys that military. drive that drive underground and they just disappear into the night. Nobody sees them come back. Like they're obviously going like, especially in, in Sedona area and stuff like that. We covered this on the dumb webinar. Um, mm -hmm. The convoys of trucks will just drive up to like the enchantment resort, for example, and they'll disappear. They'll never come back. There'll be 25, 30 trucks sometimes, even, even more, even less. Um, and what they're doing is going underground and there's bases everywhere. You can just imagine the Southwest, probably the planet, like looking like an ant hill underground, like an ant colony. I mean, um, just tunnels and civilizations and cities and caverns everywhere. So, uh, as far as that being disclosed, I mean, I think we're disclosing it here. I don't think we're going to get that official like announcement on the media until <clears throat> um, till the new Earth comes. Really, we're not going to get a whole lot of disclosure in my opinion because before that we're we still have these powers that are on their way out in control still so they're not gonna they're not gonna disclose anything that um unless it benefits them in some way or goes along with one of their agendas exactly. until they're until they're gone like, and that's just that's just the way it is because they're still there um question they're request. on their way out so. Yes. Question slash request. Guest request. Darius J. Wright. I guess they want us. Yeah, to I actually I told you about him. Yeah, he's on. The, he's actually on the list of people to reach out to, which we have a very long list. So. He's amazing. And I, I've already wanted to get him on the show. So, yeah, we're going to definitely try to get Darius on the show at some point. For sure. Um, question. Did we you have see a long UF? list, like Tyler said? So, yeah, yeah, we yeah. do actually very long. And uh and there's a lot of people that want to come back and there's always people reaching out. So we do, we do our best and uh, it'll all happen in due time. Every, every interview, every mm -hmm. guest is all divinely timed. So um, did you see any UFOs down in Springfield? I personally didn't see one, but somebody filmed one and uh, I actually posted it on my Facebook. Uh, it was, it was pretty awesome. There, you know, there's always the, the first, there was three arguments online, SpaceX, Starlink, airplane headlights and yeah the people airplane that saw headlights it, doesn't yeah. make any somebody sense. somebody was like clearly that's airplane headlights in the fog but that thing like split in two and like shot off 
I've never seen airplane headlights do that. I don't know. Yeah, well, I saw that comment. I was like, that to me, that shows the level. Like that shows the level of consciousness. I think that some people are still at. Like your brain literally can't see anything else for some reason. Like so that's it, the closest thing to their, be, that yeah. they can think of. They're like, oh, it must be that. It's the, <laughs> that must be it done in the story. It's like, yeah, no, <laughs> no, that does not explain it. Sorry. Um, um, but yeah, yeah, exactly. Like some people. Would going by yourself be boring or uncomfortable? If you're talking about the conference, no. Actually, it might be the most, the best time of your life. It might be the best decision you ever made. I've gone to events by myself and a number of people have, and you meet your soul family there. Like once you're there, you're going to, first of all, you're going to meet your friends that you never got to meet that you only know on from online. So that's amazing. And second of all, you're going to meet new people that you're never expecting. Uh, you're going to have, you know, soul memories of some of these people. And it's amazing the connections that are made and it actually can be quite life-changing. So you won't be uncomfortable. You're everyone's family. You'll be welcomed with arms wide open. So what Tyler said, <clears throat> absolutely. Okay. And if you're just now signing up, I will say it once, or if you're just joining us, I'm sorry, I will say it once again, in order to win a free ticket, if you want to win a free ticket and come to our conference next May 13th through the 16th, all you have to do is click the link below for our Patreon and sign up and become a member for only $5. You're automatically entered to win. And we are going to announce the winner next week. So, and if you're already a member, um, good luck. I mean, <laughs> I mean, you're in luck. You're already uh, signed up win so where what's the next question <clears throat> i saw tyler's video about the dark side of the uh, city museum does the last hotel make use of the garage under the sliced pint anything suspicious in there oh man that's somebody who knows the area so the, the yeah. well maybe maybe not because well, they have to know the area. Yeah. Ain't so the slice for sure. Yeah. The sliced pint is a pizza joint across the street. If you watch the uh, video across the street from the city museum, that actually has a reptilian on the sign eating pizza with people. And it's interesting that it's called the sliced pint because a pint, pint size people, you know, is the children, the city museum. And I make all the connections in the video. Um, no. So the last hotel itself does not that garage actually belongs to the uh the building next door so i don't believe the last hotel actually has access to the garage that goes under the last uh, slice pint so i can't answer that question um but if there's as far as anything suspicious you just pick a building downtown st louis i mean all of them lead to the tunnel network i mean most of them do the ones that i've worked on and uh it's pretty i mean there's a lot of suspicious activity under every city um, Aaron, you want to read this? That's every uh, city. Yeah. You want to read the next question, Aaron? Sure. What are some of the topics you guys know of so far that are going to be discussed at the Rebels of Disclosure Conference? Um, a well, lot. That just depends on the guest. Right. I mean, you just look at the guest, and if you understand, you know what they talk about, that's going to be the topic. I'm sure they'll discuss. So, um, right, right. I mean, it depends on the guest, like Tyler said. Um, or so if speak. you look into each guest and see what their kind of specialty areas are, that's what they will most likely talk about. But then you have the you have the people like Brad Olson, for example, who talks about pretty much everything. Um, so you never know. I mean, he he 
lately he kind of he talks a lot about antarctica and and ancient civilizations and stuff like that but um he knows a lot more than just that and you know ufos and stuff um he knows a lot more than just that so we're gonna well i've already um, actually asked brad to kind right. of cover cover something specific so uh he's gonna put together a slideshow just uniquely for this conference so it we might be getting something new from him which is uh exciting right so if you've seen brad before don't just assume he's going to be talking about the same thing because he's probably not going to be talking about anything you've seen him talk about probably most likely so <clears throat> and because right. i know we know brad speaks at he, he speaks at a lot of conferences so if you've been to a conference in the ufo community you've probably you've seen probably him seen him yeah speak um but he's good company and, and part of the reason we like having him around is not not primarily well everyone we chose to be a, a speaker it's not primarily based on their information that is a big part of it but it's their personality and who they are as people. And like, mm -hmm. it, it's like, they're our friends, you know, people that we want to hang out with for four days at Pierre Marquette, you know, and hang around, hang out around the bonfire and skywatch with, and Brad, you know, he's just an awesome person to hang out with. And, and so are, so is everyone mm -hmm. else that's going to be there. So, you know, yeah. that's, that's actually to me personally, that's the more exciting part of the whole conference is just hanging out and get to know everybody. So. Right. Like we pick people based off of how much we like them and like hang out with them just as much, if not more so than their information for, for the conference. You know, that's, that's a huge, um, because like Tyler said, it's like a big family gathering, basically it's like a big hangout. So, um, Oh man, yeah. this next question's loaded. Tell us more about the war and your ideas about what is really going on. Well, if you watch us that's, every week, I that's mean, that's a big question. <laughs> so, how much time we got here? Right. If you watch us every week, you might have an idea of what our answer is going to be. But um, the war is ultimately spiritual. It comes down to that, and it comes down to the individual. Actually, it, it is a collective spiritual war, right? But if any, anyone who's on the awakening journey and they're rising above and they're raising their frequency and they're breaking programming, those are the ones who become targeted. Um, because you're now becoming a threat. You're break, you're, you know, breaking the matrix, right? You're exiting the matrix. So mm -hmm. at that point, it comes down to the inner work, the, the, all the cliche stuff that we talk about, but it really matters because you are going to be uh, a target. You're going to be put on the radar and whenever you begin to break programming and like myself and others who experience these attacks at night while they're sleeping and these like sleep paralysis and whatever other type of psychic attacks, um, psionic attacks, whatever you want to call them. Um, there's ways to combat that. There's ways to deal with it. But I think ultimately what, what happens is that's, that's what the spiritual war looks like. And you're going to, maybe not, maybe not everyone's going to experience that. But I feel like if we're going to get down to the nitty gritty of it, it has nothing to do with what's on the surface level, what we're seeing on the surface. It has everything to do with the unseen, behind the scenes, the invisible enemies, um the the spiritual war the stuff that's happening in space the et wars that we get caught in the middle of there's moves and counter moves all day long uh, and it's really not as black and white as the media makes it seem and aaron i'll let you add to that yeah um a second everything tyler just said um but ultimately it is a spiritual war but um 
but ultimately beyond so there's there's multiple layers to this um because reality is multi-dimensional so there's always going to be multiple layers to everything so on one level of reality it looks like a war and it is a war on one level right where you have seemingly these negative ets and these negative entities blah blah, blah behind this like structure on the planet that are manipulating things and and that goes out into space as we know like we hear about the draco and all this stuff and that's true on one level but the thing is the negative the negative entities um by the nature of being a negative negatively oriented or in the law of one terms a service to self entity uh you can't you can only go up to, I think it's like fifth density, if that's even true, like only a certain level, basically. Um, and above that, because once you get so high, um, basically, I think I said this on a previous show, like to put it simply, oneness is is a is the ultimate truth of everything. Is that that's what the law of one is based on, that there's only one of us here, that we're all the same energy that you could call God or source or the universe or whatever term you want to label that experiencing itself in in uh, an illusion of separation, but ultimately we're all connected. It's all, we're all one. We're all um, a part of the same stuff. Right. So the negative beings, um, once you get so high, basically that dissolves because you, it becomes so apparent <laughs> You become so apparently connected to everything that um, you just negativity just dissolves because because why would I attack myself? Why would I, you know, like and then you become more and more connected to source. Um, I mean, we're already connected to source, but it becomes right. more um, you experience that connection more, I guess is what I'm trying to say. Right. Well, so so the negative the negative. So basically. Yeah, it, it it is a war on this lower on these lower levels, but to say there's a war of God against God, you know, that doesn't make any sense, right? Right. Or like light. If all there is is God, it's source, energy, consciousness, infinite consciousness. Um, well then what is darkness? Well, darkness is you could say there's the absence of light, but if there is no such thing as the absence of God, if everything is God, it's really just the lower levels that have forgotten that they are God that have, that have become lost basically. So, so the dark, the negative, um, it's really more about, um, everything that happens in my opinion is ultimately for the ultimate good of everything and for the evolution of everything and for the awakening of everything, because, um, think about it without without and I, I think that's why you could say well why does god source whatever the light whatever allow all this horrible stuff to exist why does it allow the negativity to exist well it allows it to exist because it is it um helps the evolution and the expansion of everything of all beings of all you can't go on the hero's journey without the antagonist you can't right what what <laughs> meaning would goodness have without without uh something that is contrasting that seemingly badness right, right? it would have well, no meaning you have to have some kind of duality to have the meaning of the other right so to experience things you have to have duality so yes there's a war yes uh blah 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 but um when you when you 
you eventually realize that um, we are a lot more than this body. We're a lot more than just what you're seeing with your five senses, what you're experiencing with your five senses. This is like the lowest level of what you could call reality of manifestation, but we are multidimensional beings. We're so much greater than this. Like we are connected to God itself, to source itself. So we have the powers. We just have to tap into that stuff. So right. the more you awaken and the more you raise your consciousness and expand, the more you can tap into your more of your true self. Right. Um, but you already are that it's not like you're, you're gaining something. You're just coming into what you, more of what you already are. You're experiencing more of what you already are. So the more of us that raise our consciousness, the more of us that wake up on, and there's, that's a layered thing as well as we know awakening, is is a multi-layered thing and it's not just a one and done thing it's a it's a continual process so uh there's a certain threshold on this planet that enough humans get to a certain level it's already it's game over because um we're the ones that have been manipulated into creating the reality that the controllers want that's been the whole game the whole time the whole time well, it's all been exactly. I'm gonna add to that and and address a couple of comments that came through. Yeah, yeah, go for it. It, it actually it, it all is mind control and manipulation, 100. percent That's why the attacks happen because if they, right. it, it's all literally it is ultimately mind control. Because if you can think something is happening to you, even though it might be, but if you start playing the victim to that and you start mm -hmm. reacting to that situation, they have control of your mind now. You're not focused on yourself anymore. Right. And it's not to say that like there isn't bad things happening and negative stuff doesn't happen because it does. And that's actually intentional. So we can learn mm -hmm. and so we can grow. Uh, so right. some of the attacks, like the stuff that I've gone through, I, I'm very conscious not to play victim to any of it. I'm always looking at it as a lesson. How come how can I learn from it? And ultimately, right. I think of it as training right. too, because now like. Um, to become a true light warrior or a true master or anything like, you, you know, you have to experience the darkness. You can't go out there and give advice on something or teach other people or even, you know, have a voice on or an opinion on a matter that you've never experienced. So ultimately so you can, it's like you're gaining wisdom. Right. And um, it's not about eradicating the darkness or getting right. rid of it. It's about changing your relationship with it, changing right. how you how you react to it right. and, and well, letting it using it as a, like changing your perspective of it. Like you said, using it as uh, realizing it's, it's, uh, it's allowing me the opportunity to gain wisdom and to level yeah. up. And right. to somebody said, I want to address a comment. Also, they said they can use people around you to attack you or get to you. And that's true. Mm -hmm. Because I actually just had a session in Colorado where I had something removed and it was explained to me that this specific entity wasn't actually doing anything to me in particular. It was working through other people and like sending people into my life or however it would look um, just to throw me off my path, distract mm -hmm. me. So you always be, you know, always be cautious, always, you know, set healthy boundaries. And when new people come into your life, um, just make sure you vet them and make sure it's very clear. The intentions are clear on, you know, what role that person is playing in your life. So, um, man, there's so much we can go on and on with that topic, right. but we should probably move on to the next the big question. topic. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> um, 
Question, do you believe that we will ascend into 5D New Earth within our lifetime? A lot of QHHT sessions have been coming back with 2025 as being significant. Well, Aaron kind of just explained it. I, mean, I don't think it's like uh, the ascension is just going to be like somebody flips a switch and all of a sudden, boom. Like, I think it's gradually happening and it's all specific to the individual and their path and their journey. And obviously there is a collective ascension and the planet is ascending, but it's gradual. And it's just going to be like everything else in our reality, kind of like a Mandela effect, how all of a sudden one day something's just different and nobody knows how it happened. Like, I mm -hmm. think that's what's what it's going to be like. Like next yeah. thing you know, like something's going to be different. We're just going to be existing in that reality because the frequency had shifted, but it's it's almost like trying to watch a flower grow. Like you're not going to see it. You're not going to see it unless you're filming it and, you know, speeding up the film. So I think it's kind of like that. It's happening. It's happening. Mm -hmm. And if you're not paying attention, the next thing you know, the flower is going to be blossomed and, you know, we have ascended. So I kind of think that's what yeah. it's going to look like. Yeah, exactly. And we're the ones um, creating that moment by moment. Um, so there's no such there's no such thing as a set in stone future. Or like this is definitely going to happen this way in the future. Well, that doesn't exist because that that means you could like if you understand the nature of time, which is an illusion, all that exists is the now moment. In the future, it's just a bunch of now moments. Uh it's always now, right? It's never tomorrow, right. it's never yesterday, it's always now. Right. Um, so the past is just memories of now moments, the future is now moments that keep you know, different versions of nominals. Um, and, but we're the ones creating it. We're the ones that are going to create our own future. So that's what, you know, comes down to enough of us taking our power back, waking up, creating the reality consciously that we want to create rather than unconsciously what someone else wants to create that they're manipulating us into creating, which is what's been happening for a long time. Right. Um, but the, yeah. but the cool thing is, is that going back to my kind of the war thing, like the more they push, which they're doing really heavily right now, the more they throw at us because they're desperate, which they are, the more, the more of us that wake up. Right. The more they shoot themselves in the foot. The every, every attack quote attack. It, it's like them shooting themselves in the foot because at this mm -hmm. point, it's like knocking over bowling pins. It's just waking that many people up. Yeah. You know, so it just speeds up the awakening and right. the, and we get that much closer, faster to, uh, to whatever the tipping point is, however that looks, and yeah, I, that's yeah, it. and and going back to the, the whole the question before, like the oneness thing, uh, something I was going to add, I just remembered, and it's something Joe Rogan said a long time ago, but it's still valid today. Uh, back when I list, used to listen to his podcast, which actually played a role in my awakening back in like 2010, but um, he said treat everyone as if it's you walking around in another body and that's it mm -hmm. like if you really can maintain that thought process every day and just stop and think think of that before you react to someone else um your reality will shift i mean you'll start seeing you know people will start showing up in a different light um if you think that person's negative and evil they're always going to show up as negative and evil in your life if you think of them mm -hmm. as you struggling through a hard time and you hold space for them to heal and grow then you're going to watch that person transform and they don't always have to be the enemy so the universe always mirror, mirrors back to you what you hold inside. Right. So if, yeah, so it, 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 how, whatever you're holding inside of you and whatever emotions, whatever beliefs 
core beliefs that you're holding on to, the universe is going to constantly mirror that back to you because that's how right. it works. That's that's the nature of this. Everything is consciousness. So so everything you're holding with that within as as above, so below, right? Well, that's also as within, so without. So it's always going to be mirrored back to you on the outside because so, that's what you're holding on the inside. I do want to address something too that you know on this ascension question. Uh, so I'm sure a lot of people have seen the TikTok videos that are going viral right now where the people are just blipping out of reality, just disappearing out of reality, and they're mm -hmm. being caught on security footage. I mean, it's happening all over the world, right? Is it real? Are the videos real or are they fake? And who knows? At this point, everything can be faked, and it's always a po possible that it's fake. So that being said, if it is real, well, that being said, the theory behind it is one of the theories behind it is the ascension. Like certain people are being like saved from like ET groups are being like just picked out of this reality and they're being brought to a ship. Like I've seen them, I've seen the, you know, people claiming it's happening, it's happening. You know, certain people are being saved at the, you know, um, I do think it's very interesting that that's happening and I don't know why that's happening, but it's just a fun, uh, fun thing to talk about. It's not fun if these people really are disappearing, but um, I don't yeah, know. That's it's yeah, very, I don't know. That's interesting. Yeah. Whatever, um, whatever's going on there. Um, so next question. What's the best, most interesting news or one of your shows you want to talk about or just or promote just now? Uh, well, the last episode we did was pretty profound. It was amazing. Christian, uh, Kristen Redimus. I, I thought, I mean, it, it got incredible feedback and it was honestly one of the most yeah. high vibe uh, interviews we've done in a long time and if you go read the comments like everyone walked away just feeling good from that interview you know on top of all the incredible information and all the incredible guests we've had and the stuff we cover when somebody can walk away from an interview feeling that way i think that's the most important thing so yeah if Kristen's we're going to promote amazing. any episode that's the one i would like to promote the the most recent yes. one Kristen is amazing. Yeah. So I, I moved to the Boston area earlier in the year to be with my love. And uh, she was already friends with Kristen and like would go to have sessions with her all the time. And, and then, uh, and then I started having set some sessions with her and that's how I met Kristen um, and found out she was super amazing and has had all these amazing experiences and is like super psychic and all the rest of it. And um Oh, but hey. no one knows who she is. So I'm like, oh man, we need to, we need to right. get her on the show. Like we need, I need to need to help her out. Um, here. I have to address something. Uh, so you, you, I don't know if you saw it, Aaron, but the, we just had an ad pop up. So YouTube changed, <clears throat> YouTube changed the rules guys. And they have mandatory mid roll ads. So you cannot, we cannot stop the mid roll mid episode ads anymore, even on the live streams. So it's not us anymore like we have no control over that option anymore so every youtube video from here on out um, so it's not they, us yeah. doing it just know that it's youtube it's not us yeah I, I noticed it when i was watching our documentary and i was like what what are these ads like it's not even monetized like we're not even monetizing the documentary so, we're, so whether like, you monetize or not they're putting whether you're monetizing or not yeah great uh, so YouTube is just, I mean, and uh, it's ridiculous. YouTube and just they, keeps getting yeah. worse. Actually, the rule is they'll decide whether the the they're, they'll put in the mid-roll or not, like the ad or not. So, oh, so they might. And they some might videos might not have it. But anyway, it's ridiculous. Also, this, is, this reminds me of something else. So this happens every year when conference tickets go on sale. 
the scammers go under the social media post and they're going to be like, Hey, I have four tickets for sale. I'm selling two tickets. What mm -hmm. do not buy tickets do from those people because that's a scam. It's a scam. Don't do yeah, it. They're, they're just trying to get you to, you, you'll be buying fake tickets if you do that. So do not buy tickets from anyone on social media in the comments section saying, Hey, I have two tickets for sale unless you know the person. Do not take candy from the stranger in the van unless right. you know him. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, I mean, that's basically yeah. what it is. Exactly. If it's, if it, if you get a suspicious vibe from, this goes for anything on social media. If you get a suspicious vibe, most likely it's a scammer or it's something bad. <laughs> um, right. So I have a question. Here's the next question. I have a question. I have a session with Margie K this Saturday. What's a good question I should ask her or from you guys? Well, if it's a session, it's obviously personal to you. Uh, she does amazing work um, as far as like you can call it um, x-ray vision. She's able to scan your body and tell you like any ailments you have, any like even extraterrestrial implants. Um, and I've watched her perform magic on people and diagnose people. And it's all, you know, she not she's not medical whatever disclaimer she has to say she's not a, a medical professional but this isn't medical advice but this is what she sees you know yeah she's better than medical professional right. so um opinion. she actually helped me just recently at the conference um so if i mean if you have any physical ailments i mean she can definitely scan you and help you with that and uh help guide you to whatever supplements or whatever you might need um, among many other things, it's a personal session. I, I would just suggest tapping in, sitting with, sitting in meditation, and seeing what comes up for you. Mm -hmm. Okay, Definitely. what's next? <clears throat> Are you getting any intel on what to expect for the next three or four months? Uh, I, yeah, I read stuff all the time and I hear stuff and I don't give it any energy, to be perfectly honest. Uh, yeah that's the one thing I learned in the, in the early days of my awakening, I was all about the Intel and what's happening right now and what's coming next. And what, what is this person saying? What is this person saying? You know, why did that building blow up? Who's behind it? What ET group is that? You know? And then I was like, why do I need to know any of this stuff? It's all a distraction from what I'm even here to do. Giving all right. Cause you're putting yeah. all your energy into trying to figure out what's going to happen or what could happen in the future. <laughs> Exactly. Yeah. It's, and then you're it's, never living in the now. And honestly, if you feed into uh, any of the narratives or anything on what to expect in the next three to four months, you're actually manifesting that reality or you're helping right. to co-create it. And a lot of the information is misinformation or disinfo mm -hmm. intentionally put out. There are plants in the community. There are plants in every community all over the planet that are intentionally putting out bad information and false warnings and false dates to get people to co-create that reality because they want the dark. right yeah. they want us to create that reality they're put they're they're and i'm sorry but a lot of great great meaning well-meaning people i i think are being used are being played by whoever and probably you file that trail it probably leads back to the cabal i'm sure to put out information that they they are 100 convinced is real or is a real possibility and it maybe is a real possibility, but a possibility doesn't mean it's going to happen for one, but they're trying to get us to manifest that, that timeline and that reality. Um, so if they're like, okay, if we can get, if we can, uh, 
get all these people in the alternative community um, feeding fear and feeding worry and feeding all this energy into this information, we have a really good chance of, of, you know, that manifesting, you know, that's, you gotta, you gotta understand the game here. If you don't understand the game, you're never going to understand this stuff because the real game is like, they have to get us to create what they want to create. And and the hard to trick us into it. And the exactly. And the hard part is, and I understand this and I can feel where people are coming from. Um, if good hearted, true empathic people would never think that another human is capable of doing something so evil. Mm-hmm. And that when you try to tell them, you know, the the game, right, what the government is actually doing, how people are being manipulated and mind controlled and Operation Mockingbird and all all that stuff. It kind of goes in one ear out the other because people just don't believe it's possible that they're really that nefarious. Mm-hmm. And that's the one thing you have to come to realize is they are. And what and once you can finally and I don't think people realize that stuff until they start to experience something that affects them personally in their lives. And then they realize like then they'll go down the rabbit hole until you understand that like there is no length that they won't go to to try and manipulate and suppress or do whatever it is they need to do. Mm-hmm. Um, until you can understand that, then it's not going to make sense to you. And you're you're not going to think there's anything wrong with it because your favorite celebrity and everyone else is telling you that everything is okay and it's not. Um, right. So, question, is Tyler single? That's classified. <laughs> um, it's classified. Yeah, it's classified. <laughs> uh, I stole that from Seinfeld. Kramer is talking about being in the military and he told Jerry, he's like, you wouldn't last a day in the army. He's like, how long did you last? He's like, that's classified. <laughs> um, what are your opinions on the book of revelation? That's you, Aaron. Uh, well, so the book of revelation, you know, obviously if you're a Christian, you think that's the, the, you know, the end times that, um are in the bible you're like oh that's what's going to happen in the but it's a very if you read the book of revelation it's it's uh it's it's not like a straightforward book it's like very um esoteric and metaphorical and crazy to be honest it's 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 pretty intense um and supposedly it was uh who was it john that got like banished to the island of what was it patmos or something that um he had all these visions there he had all these like downloads and visions and stuff and then that's what he wrote down supposedly as the book of revelations and of what he's like oh this is what i saw is what's gonna be come uh the end times you know of what's coming and um there's a lot of debate of like whether it's literal whether it's purely metaphorical whether it's bullshit completely whether it's this or that or this or that um and i honestly to be perfectly honest i haven't looked into it super super deeply um and i my gut tells me there's definitely something to it like there's definitely i think that i think it's i think he did get a lot of those visions i think he was i think it's metaphorical though at the same time i think a lot of that represents different things like one thing you know, the whatever thing headed I'll... dragon and the and the this and the that you know it all represents things that i think we're in right now because we are in what you could call the end times 
we're in the end times. It's not the end of the world. It's the end of the old, old world. It's the end of the old age that we've been in for a long time. And now we're moving into a new age, which is where the term new age comes from. And that's all other thing. Uh, so we've been in the age of Pisces for 2000 years and we're now moving into the age of Aquarius. Well, and uh, the age of uh, the age of uh, Pisces. And then, you know, even a long time before that was the cabal, the dark had this kind of stronghold over the planet, right? Where they were just kind of running the show, smooth sailing, blah, blah, blah. And now the planet is waking up. Gaia herself is, is waking up and chose to ascend. And now humanity is also waking up because of the energies and because of a lot of things right now. And um, because of that, there's all this chaos and the dark forces are trying to hang on and they're lashing out and blah, blah, blah. Um, so yeah, the book of revelations, you know, there's, there's all kinds of, you know, depending on your, who you are, you, you would say it means different things. Um, and supposedly it talks about a thousand years of peace or a thousand year reign of Christ or whatever. And there's all different interpretations of that. Um, what I interpret it as is just the end times that we're going through now, the chaos, the chaotic times that we're going through now of the dark trying to battle, you know, to hold on. And um, but ultimately it's going to lead to the times of peace is the new age that we're moving into where there's no longer this dark stronghold system whatever you want to call that these dark entities that are at the top of this hierarchical hierarchical system that's been on the planet for thousands of years that's crumbling that's going away because the planet is ascending the planet gaia um is a conscious being and made the decision to ascend um and if you're going to stay on the planet you have to move up you have to be frequency specific to what the planet's at so you're either going to go with the planet or you're gonna have to go somewhere else to put it simply um and because of that it doesn't mean all like basically um things are going to get a lot better uh things are going to get a lot more harmonious and a lot um more transparent so like we're going to be we're going to be we're moving into a space where humanity is going to be consciously creating the reality for itself for the first time in a long, long, long time. If not ever. Put it simply. If if ever. Yeah. And that's debatable, you know. Um, so I want to um, add to that, Aaron, if you don't mind. So yeah, that's um, that's what I think about the book of Revelation. I, I do think well, foils, I mean, everybody's there. Foils in the comments. She said she thinks the revelations is on point. Um, but one thing I will say is uh about this is we actually shared a video on Instagram about this. And I happen to agree with it. The guy was explaining how revelations is going to be faked and they're going to do it over and i can't even say the name right now because i don't want to get taken down yeah. um but apparently and i don't disagree with them that they will try and fake revelations before something like that actually happens and it's going to be like a false version of that and I, I would say to look out for that um and don't just give your power away to the very first yeah. thing you see that aligns with you know what you read so uh because yeah, they're trying to the, the devil well i just want to say this the devil never shows up as a devil he always shows up in disguise you know so right um yeah that goes back with the manipulation they're they're trying to um they're 
there's multiple things going on here but they're trying yeah basically they're trying they're using the book of revelation as a playbook so to speak because they're trying because a lot of people in the cabal have this they have this belief system of um that uh they they need the things they need the prophecies to happen for them to stay in power basically and and to they need the tr- they they've been trying to trigger the end times for a long time uh basically which is why one of the reasons why they've been trying to start world war three for a long time and all these other stuff uh because they want the end times in that way the destructive like end times to happen so they can their new world order that this is their whole cult belief system they're like okay that's gonna happen and then that's when we fully take over the new world order and then we reign for evermore blah 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 it's not going to happen. That's there. These uh, you got to understand. A lot of these people are psychopaths. Are but they're going to try? Brainwashed. Like, I, and, I'm not saying that they're not going to try, though. Like I, they're trying. No, no. They're, this see, is what I'm saying. They're yeah, we're trying. We're going to see some physical, tangible stuff. And there's going to be real stuff. Yeah, yeah there's going to be real stuff. But it's going. It's it's the cabal trying to intentionally. They're like reading the book of Revelation, reading certain things in there. And they're like, okay, we need to do that. We need to do that. We need to do that. It's not like it's happening naturally. It's happening because they're they're trying to bring on the end times that they think is going to be when they can swoop in and form the new, you know, order out of chaos, the new world order, blah, blah, right. blah. It's not going to work because we're not on that timeline. But right. that's we're going to see a lot of crazy stuff happen because they're, this is why, in my opinion, the whole um, Israel palestine israel hamas thing is going on right now they're trying to do this kind of stuff with that yeah absolutely i agree and i want to move on to the next question because i've been look i've been waiting to get to this one question who else is eating halloween candy right now (laughs) (laughs) not me not me but i did a tiny bit i did just eat a pumpkin pie uh cupcake that my cousin made me for my birthday so i did have that Nice. Um, that was sounds delicious. amazing. So, have either of you been on a galactic ship and met your hybrid children? Um, not to my recollection. I've had, I had a, um, man, it's a whole story, but I've had people tell me that they've seen me on a ship with hybrid children before, uh, but I don't remember it. So, I can't speak on that as if it actually happened. Um, I do know that I'm pretty sure this is actually one of the topics that came up at XCon. Sev Tak was talking about the hybrid children and stuff. And and her story is incredible, how she was introduced to that program. She didn't know anything about it. But um, I have in the past, I think for one, I think maybe lots of people, if not everyone has hybrid children. I don't know. I'm not going to speak on behalf of everyone. I don't know how massive this experiment is, but... um, I have meditated in the past and set the intention to communicate with apparently these hybrid children that I apparently have. And I was able to see children and hear voices, but I don't know if they were mine. And I kind of feel like I sound ridiculous talking about that. So um, I actually don't know, but no, if I have been, I don't remember. If I have, I don't remember either not consciously at least um, um had some dreams that i've been on ships and stuff and maybe i was actually or some other form or maybe i have been and i just might i've been wiped you know and i just don't have the memory but i don't know 
What are your opinions on a major event set to happen in 2026-2027? Bashar, Chris Bledsoe, and John Ramirez, as well as psychics, have talked about it. Well, here's my opinion. So in 2018-2017, every trusted QHHT psychic, everyone was predicting this solar flash to happen around 2018, around that era. And like a lot of credible people had good information, and we had no reason to not to believe that it wasn't going to happen and until it didn't happen and that was all i needed to see to understand that um we just can't trust any of this stuff anymore because i don't know i think it it goes along with what we were just talking about it like it sets this goal line and it kind of you're like waiting for that to happen while you're forgetting to be present and focusing on what actually matters this is why this is (laughs) This is one of the reasons, one of many reasons why the ETs or other beings don't don't tell us what is going to happen in the future because it's not a good idea. Um, yeah, I, I, in the whole solar flash, anything like here's the thing, because we know about like Project Looking Glass and these different like technologies that supposedly see into the future, right? Well, they're only seeing a potential timeline based on the trajectory that that we're at at the at that moment in time it's a trajectory meaning like if humanity if nothing majorly changes or humanity doesn't really do anything too different this is where they're headed but that doesn't mean that's what's going to happen that's just a trajectory and there's and and even in that there's only probably certain things that would be definitely most or most likely going to happen and then the rest is just up to whatever's whatever happens but yeah so so maybe that's a likely based on the trajectory of this now moment currently where we're at maybe maybe it's very likely that in 20 i think yeah i heard bashar say like it's very likely that between 2026 and 2028 is when we'll have first contact um like the first first ever contacts in a big way you know obviously people have contact individually and stuff but in a, in a more public way whatever um but and maybe that's a maybe that's a maybe that's a timeline that's very likely but it doesn't mean it's going to happen because everything's again it always comes back to us we're the ones creating moment by moment this reality we're we're the ones creating it so uh, I wouldn't, if it gets I wouldn't, to 2026, 2027, 2028, and we're still not ready, it's not going to happen. <laughs> if we're if we're still, you know, it's only going to happen when we are actually ready and it's actually for our right. highest good to happen. And I don't put it past like that being bad information either. Like, right. Um, to intentionally throw you off. It or, doesn't mean it's completely right. right. It doesn't mean there there's like deception intentionally or unintentionally. Even <clears throat> well, it, here's, it just means that's here, not how this works. Let me let me tell a story. And I just this is some from this past conference. Uh, I think Forrest Crawford, I, I think that's his name. He spoke and told this incredible story of this guy in the military who had uh, um, who was communicating and dealing with one of the ETs from a UFO wreck. And he mm-hmm. stayed, he actually got pulled off of the, the project because they were trying to torture this ET. And this guy like could, was, commu- was connecting with this ET, which looked exactly human, by the way. And he was, he had enough, like he couldn't see him be tortured anymore. So he actually pulled his gun on the guys doing torturing and he got, you know, shipped off the project and, and they, um, 
there's a whole long story. Either way, he stayed in contact with this group after that for years, for like seven years or longer. And he adamantly refused to speak publicly about his contact and the incredible information he was he would only like allow one or two people who he trusted to come to his house and he would share information with them or whatever. And he claimed that he was going on the ship and coming back. And it was, it's like one of the most profound stories and very believable too. Like once you hear it mm -hmm. all in order anyway, he, he was adamant that he would never go public. He just wasn't comfortable after, cause he was actually uh, put through torture after he, um, you know, turned his back on the military and the program. So, he was just downright refused. Well, all of a sudden, um, he heard him. He fell off a ladder at work. He heard himself at work, fell off a ladder, and the ambulance came, and they took him to a hospital. But um, witnesses said it wasn't EMTs in the ambulance. It was actually men in suits. They took him to this hospital, and they wouldn't. His wife couldn't even go see him, and they kept him for a month in this hospital. And they weren't they weren't answering calls. No one, anyone went to the hospital. They were not allowed to see him. It was this whole conspiracy. People wow. were flipping out. They said, "Don't worry, ma'am. You're you're gonna we're gonna get your husband back to you, but you can't see him. Whatever." Long story short, he comes back from the hospital, and he calls the guy who he's been communicating with and telling his story to for the past seven years. He's like, "Hey, I'm ready to talk now. I'm ready to I'm ready to talk. I'll go speak at your meeting." And it was a MUFON meeting. He's like, no shit, what happened? He's like, yeah, they told me it's okay. They told me it's time. He goes to the meeting and everyone in the meeting had known about this guy from, you know, through word of mouth. So they kind of heard his story, but it was all indirect. He goes mm -hmm. to the meeting and everything that came out of his mouth was the opposite of everything that he's been telling this guy for the past seven years. Like it was a completely different story and he was painting these DTs to be negative and it was like all this misinformation and really? whatever whatever happened to him in the hospital, he had they got to him and they it, he later they like programmed him or something. They later found out that they were actually doing shock treatments on him and oh. other stuff like they were literally like MK Ultra and like changing his mind about the situation, whatever happened. He has never been the same person ever since he came back from the hospital and his whole story has changed no, and geez. all, but there's act, there's evidence, there's tangible evidence for this case. It's not just like some hearsay. Oh, that person's compromised. Like they have like reports and documents and everything and witnesses and investigators like this is an actual case. So it yeah, happens. I'm not surprised. I'm not it surprised. happens. And that, that, that means that that's not the only person it can happen to. So Bashar, any of your favorite people, anyone can, if you're, if they're in contact with extraterrestrials, there's no reason that some group can't come in and they can't become compromised. And what comes out of their mouth the next day might be bad information. Right. And well, that's here's, a, that's a, that's part of this war. Right. And, uh, and a lot of times I, I think it happens in a way much less dramatic than that, where there's a lot of, there's trickster entities. There's negative entities that pose yeah. uh, like to pose as Archangel Michael or or whatever um, or whatever benevolent race, you know, uh, there's a lot of deception going on. So I, I think, uh, you know, channeling is real. I 100 percent know channeling is real, but there are I, I do think there's a lot because of the nature of channeling. I think the dark forces 
have uh, taken advantage of that because they know they can easily trick a ton of people into thinking they're channeling something good and they're not. They're channeling something not good or something very deceptive right. and they're getting a lot of, you know, who knows what whatever they want you to believe is what they're channeling. And then um, that being said, uh, even, even if that's not the case, channeling i don't think it's 100 percent really ever because you always have the human filter that it has to come through that lens yeah and that's always going to color it to some degree even if it's 90 percent or 95 percent or 98 percent uh pure good information you're always going to have some small percentage at least of distortion right. of just coming through that person from their belief systems or their own filters or whatever um so never just take any one channel or like, oh, they said this. So that's the truth ultimately. And that's that's definitely it. You know, <laughs> it's like right. that's a very dangerous thing to do with any anything and anyone. Right. Um, you obviously take what resonates with the rest, all that. Like right. if you feel into it, you can usually feel what feels pure and good and what doesn't. But um, that's why I like to look at multiple a lot. I like to look at a lot of different channelers that I already have like vetted. I already think are pretty much on point and they're 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 doing it right you know and they're they're in contact with something good and then i see what all of them are saying and then i can i can see the like what lines up between them and i'm like okay they're all saying the same thing here and here and here you know and that's that's what i like to do with that but um but yeah yeah with with contact with et contactees it's the same thing you right know? you think it you're just... in contact with some benevolent race it could be a not so good it could be the the deep state it could be you know right. whatever they they implant uh, screen memories they can do all kinds of stuff in k ultra like it's very tricky and there's no lengths they won't go to and there's no lengths think, they won't go and to. they're smarter than we give them credit for and they have thought this out and it's their strategy involved it's not sloppy you know and we have to understand that so um let's move on to the next question right the uh first of all for the guys that are just joining us the ladies and gentlemen who are just joining us if you want a chance to win a free ticket for our conference next year, next May 13th through the 16th, all you have to do is sign up to become a Patreon member. It's only $5 a month. You can click the link below and sign up. You're automatically entered to win. And if you're already a member, you're entered to win automatically as well. So that's it. It's only $5 to sign up. And we are going to announce the winner next Thursday on the show. So stay tuned for that. Um, and our next webinar coming up on Patreon is the Tartaria webinar. And we're very excited about that. So um, I've already been diving down that rabbit hole and just my mind's blown already. You know, you think you know a lot about something until you actually sit down to look into it. And then uh, it's pretty incredible sometimes. So anyway, if you want to win a free ticket, sign up to become a Patreon. It's only $5 and we will announce the winner next week. Uh, next question. Question. How do you guys feel about David Icke? Have you all interviewed him before? No, we have, we not. have not. I want to. I he, We love David Icke. He's amazing. Um, there is, you know, obviously there's controversy around every character in the community. at this yeah, point, right. But, yeah, it, you know, you can't deny the role he played uh, in everyone's, not everyone's, but a lot of people's awakening. Mine. Right. The same. Huge, huge yeah. if not the biggest role in my awakening. Um. And I know it's funny because, you know, it's funny the way the universe works. A lot of people I know now know him. So we have like, mm -hmm. like kind of connections and I've, I've reached out and I've set the intention 
And if it'll happen, if it's meant to happen, it'll happen. And I have no problem with interviewing him and, and asking him some questions. I think it would be great. So. Yeah. So if anyone listening has a good connection to David Icke, you can uh, put us in contact. That would be amazing. Right. And that, just to be clear. So at one point I watched this video, um, somebody put out and they were like saying, oh, David Icke is one of them. He's evil, blah, blah. And they built this whole argument and I watched it and I was like, yeah, he's the bad guy. And then, and then I think after, I've watched the same one. If, I right. Think, yeah. So, yeah. so, and they made some good points and it's things like, yeah, okay, I get it. But ultimately after I've grown since then, and I reflect on that. Um, I was really allowing myself to be emotionally triggered in that moment. And I really mm -hmm. didn't think it through and just kind of look at the bigger picture of everything. And now I've, I've kind of changed my mind and whether that's true or not, um, it doesn't change my mind overall about him and I would interview him. So. Right. Well, it, and I think a lot of that comes from because, because obviously he, he doesn't like Trump and he said a lot of, you know, he, he basically thinks Trump is just another part of the deep state. Um, and a lot of people didn't like that got triggered and they're like, Oh, he's controlled opposition. He's that, you know, I don't right. think that I think see David Ike to me, like look at what he's saying in the more big picture way. And it's all on point. Everything he's saying is on point when you, outside of those little details of like who he thinks is what um, he's on point with how reality works with how the game works with the control system with who we really are because he, he's always saying like you are not your body you're not this five sense reality they want they want to keep you trapped in the five sense reality but you are all that is you know <laughs> Uh, right. and he really gets it right. And he really wakes a lot of people up to that. And that was when I listened to him in my awakening, he was saying all that stuff. And that's what was really, um, hitting home with me at that time. I'm like, Oh my gosh, that resonates so strong. You know, before I would even use that word, uh, that we are not just this body and that we're, you know, and that, um, that's the whole game here. They want to keep you trapped in this little me so you can be manipulated and controlled and fed off of. Right. Right. Um, no, yeah. So he, I mean, he's that's open. It. That's, yeah. He's on point, you know? So, yeah, we would potentially. So, yeah. so, like, how do you go wrong with that? You know, if that's your main thing you're, you're, you're talking about, that's your, that's which, as far as I can tell, that's his main thing. That That's it, you know? Like, the other stuff is just, yeah, yeah, I don't agree with him on some of the little, some of the other details of what his opinions are, but I don't agree with a lot of people that I, mean, I still gonna, generally follow and like on certain things, you know, there's not going to be any one individual that you a hundred percent agree with on everything. It's just, right. not work. it's just, that's just not how it works. Um, it's unrealistic. So the next question, can you assist if you feel an almost or certain, wait, what is that? Can you assist if you feel an almost certain being followed by human or non-human beings? Um, I, am I not understanding? I, that? Can you assist if you feel an almost certain? I don't know what they're trying to say. I guess exactly. they're saying, I mean, can you assist if someone else, if you know someone else is being followed by human or non-human beings? Uh, I think there's a typo in that question and it's actually a crucial typo. Cause <laughs> yeah. Um, like, can I don't know if they're asking it. We can, we assist or um, we'll go back to that one. We'll go back to that. <laughs> yeah. If you if if you uh, um if that's your question, can you please rephrase that? Yeah, please try to rephrase that. So and put it in the form of an answer, like Jeopardy, please. 
Yeah. Yes. Exactly. Um, so we don't have to answer it. <laughs> um, <laughs> do either of you have memory of being galactic emissaries? No. No, I do not. I have wild memories and experiences, but not anything of that nature. Um, heard of SRT spirit release therapy? I have not heard of that. I had a session done on myself and my family members. All of us had at least one spirit attachment. My father had a gargoyle attached to him. I mean, I've had very similar sessions where I've had that done. Um, I've never heard it called that. Um, right. I've never heard that term, but I've heard right. of that type of thing. Yeah. And I do believe in it. And I do think everyone should go get, go have, if you're guided, I'm not like telling you to, what to do. But what I come to realize, you know, when I first got into this and I found Reiki and all that stuff, I didn't know that I had a, an attachment working through me um, from my party days. Um, it had been with me for a long time. And until I had discovered Reiki and went down that path, um, I didn't know it was there and I was able to address it and release it. Right. And get rid of it. And my life changed. I had to look, I had to go back to the drawing board and figure out who I was again, because this thing had been like working through, me and it was responsible for a lot of the i guess negative things i was doing as far as drugs and alcohol and stuff like that i wouldn't say like ultimately you know it was me but i think it was definitely influencing me to a certain level anyway i think that if that's potentially possible with everyone who's never actually had a session and, and doesn't know what's going on with them energetically and isn't practicing healthy, you know, healthy, it doesn't have a healthy spiritual practice. So I do agree with that type of stuff. Yes. Absolutely. Question is Aaron single? <laughs> no, I am not. I'll, I'll answer that. No, I'm not. <laughs> it's not classified. It's classified. No. It's classified, but it is classified, actually. <laughs> Even I just um, sign up for our Patreon to find out. Sign up for our Patreon to find out. <laughs> yes, <laughs> that's a good. And you just sign up as a marketing you just for our sign Patreon. Sign up, and it says no. <laughs> it says no. <laughs> yeah. All right. What would be the highlights, both good and bad, you've experienced with current vibrational changes? Do you feel a bigger change coming in the next years? I mean, <clears throat> there's. It depends on the vibrational change. There's always good and bad feelings that go along with it. I did uh, not that long, but I would say six months ago, I experienced a negative vibration change and uh, some things happened in my life. And I actually kind of slipped back into a frequency that I didn't even realize was I was in until I was out of it six months later. Maybe it wasn't fully six months. I don't know. But what happened was I things got actually good in life. You know, like when you're in the matrix and the whole ignorance is bliss thing and life just seems good. Um, mm -hmm. that's kind of where I went back to. And what I noticed was old friends and girlfriends and all these people and old situations like were coming back into my reality. And it was so weird until it dawned on me. I'm like, whoa, like I saw this is where this other entity was actually working through people and sending them into my life. Right. So it was this negative, mm -hmm. like it ultimately was a negative shift because I, you know, I quit getting attacked astrally at night but they had they didn't need to attack me because like i don't know how i slipped back into this frequency right and it wasn't it ultimately i would say it was a negative shift and then climbing out of that it was like i didn't go back to where i was before that but i went above it it was like almost it was like this leap and it's been an amazing shift and 
I feel like maybe it happened for a reason. And mm -hmm. it's just like a, a reminder that like, you know, anything can happen. It doesn't matter how like protected we think we are, how safe we think we are at any moment during these times right now, if we're not constantly consciously making decisions every day, the right choice every day to, to steer yourself down the positive timeline, you're going to unconsciously make a decision that's going to send you down to the, uh, you know, a lesser, lower timeline. So I think that's what happened. Right. Um, I don't even know if they answered the question, but uh, it's definitely, it is rewarding. And, you know, it's, it's, it's very, it sucks realizing that you kind of allowed yourself to fall down, but then whenever you, you understand it and you find it within you to climb back out of it and you seek the help and don't be afraid to ask for help because we're all here to help each other. And you have the humility to self-correct and realize, okay, I need to do something about this. Then once you rise above that and pull yourself out of it, it's super gratifying. It's super rewarding. And it's like you come out and then the blinders come off and you're reconnected mm -hmm. again, your third eye is open and it becomes pretty uh, awesome. So that's my answer to that. Right. Question. And it, and then it's a blessing in the sky. It's because it got you up to that next level or whatever it, it you know, um, even if you went months, you know, being in that, um, once you expand or once you grow to a certain level, you, you kind of like anchor into this next level. And then you can't put that toothpaste back in the tube, as I like to say. Um, so, so like, doesn't mean, doesn't mean you're like impervious now you still have to be, you know, conscious and, you know, be put up protection and all that and 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 uh you still have growing to do but you're but you're everything like below that you're already outgrown and and now it's not going to be like like the things that used to entice you and used to get you easily caught up in it you're not going to be you're not even going to be like you're like yeah that's not even attractive at all to me anymore right it doesn't you know? appeal you've already outgrown it right you've already learned those lessons you don't need to you once you really get the lessons once you really learn the lessons they stop uh the universe has stops like keep giving them to you <laughs> you know because like this is why like you know if you ever notice like the same types of situations keep happening over and over and over and over in your life and you're like why does this keep happening to me well it's because it's the lesson you're not getting you're not learning right. so it's going to keep happening right. until you get it so you learn what it's trying to teach you until you grow to where it's trying to get you to and then once you do it's going to stop happening that's how it works well um, said well said thank you thank you um we got oh, a lot of questions to get to so I'm, we're gonna yeah we do on. um what do you think what do you think you would have been doing now if you guys did not start journey the truth podcast i i actually don't think about that because i think it wouldn't have happened any other way i feel like this is what we're meant to be doing right i used to play in bands i would say maybe that but i actually quit my last band before we ever started the podcast Right. And the same. timing of it was so auspicious because it was like a few months after I quit that band is when you and I started the podcast. And then that became like the next mission that I was meant to be on, you know? Right. Um, well, it was, it's interesting because I used to like one, you know, we're all taught like, what's your five year plan? You know, what's, what do you, how, what do you see yourself in five years? Mm -hmm. And that's like, I realized that's the ultimate trap. Um, yeah. And that I didn't understand that I was creating tons of anxiety for myself until I saw this uh, psychic at this psychic fair, you know, and 
She told mm -hmm. me I I was telling her all the stuff that you know in five years. I was like telling her the five year plan I had. I was young, and she's like, "Whoa, whoa!" She's like, "She's like, just stop." She goes, "Don't worry about any of that." She goes, "What do you need to take care of right now? Like right now? It doesn't matter right. if you got to go clean out your garage, whatever it is. What what do you? What's the next thing that you have to do today?" And I was like, "You know, I forgot whatever I said." And she's like, "Focus on that, and then mm -hmm. the next step will present itself." She goes, you're going to create so much anxiety for yourself trying to figure out what you're doing five years from now. Like you're going to miss all the opportunities along the way. And it was the best advice I ever got. That's that's so true. Yeah, that's so true. Yep. And honestly, like I don't have a plan. Like I don't have a plan. I'm just like I'm being present and it just shows up. And that's how we're even still doing the podcast. Yeah, there's, there's a guy I follow called Phil Good. I don't know if, if any of you have heard of him, but uh, I love him. I think he's super on point just full of wisdom and uh he, he he calls it living as a dot so he always says i live as a dot he's like most people live as a line where they they want to plan out their whole life they want to plan out all this into the future he's like what you're doing though when you do that is you're you're um tying yourself into all these things that you're planning and and it's what your ego at this moment thinks it wants or thinks it has to do but it's that's most likely not the highest timeline of the highest good for you that's just what you what you think you have to do or think you want to do and then you're tying yourself into that and you, it keeps you stuck it keeps you stuck in this like this singular place that is like and then it's boring because then you're like okay if you already have the next five years or whatever years planned out now you're just like a like a like going along this track this pre-planned track and that's like where's the growth in that where's the where's the excitement and growth in that right and you miss out you you're missing yourself, out. You shut yourself off to your opportunities, glorious right. opportunities. Right. Yeah. And now you're shutting yourself off from all this amazing stuff that you could be experiencing or right. this, this exciting stuff you could have been experiencing that whole time because right. you thought you had to plan out and go on this one track. Right. No, so he's it, like, it, I live as a like, dot where he's like, I am always in the now and the present and I'm always doing what the, the most exciting, the most whatever I really want to do in the now moment from like on a soul level, not what the ego, because, you know, the ego can think it wants things. You really right, got to right. be in touch with, you know, your soul. Well, it's like it saying no. Out. It's like saying no to a vacation or something, you know, some, hey, you want to go here? It's going to be amazing. It's all, it's whatever. And like, mm -hmm. uh, no, I can't. I, you know, I promise I'm saving for a boat right now. And I, and I want to get this boat by the end of the year. I set a goal for myself. And then, you know, you're just like, yeah, obviously the goal's great, but you start turning down amazing life-changing opportunities because you're you're focused on like this physical object that really right. is ultimately going to bring you surface level pleasure anyway, you know? Right. And then you got to ask yourself, why am I so attached to this one thing happening or this one thing rather than, right. you know, letting the universe bring, you know, excite me when like, like right. wow me with something, you know? I'd our next question. I'd love to hear more about your recent abductions. You mentioned them briefly here and there. What's going on? Um, I will share one. I've shared before, but I realize not everyone listens to everything. So it was it was happened on uh, whenever the most recent daylight savings was. Um, what was the date? I actually know. Uh, whatever, whenever it was. Anyway, I uh, I woke up sideways that that Sunday morning. I woke up in my bed like the opposite direction completely like dazed like i knew i had been somewhere i knew something just happened but i didn't know what happened and i was like whoa i don't know i just felt like something happened 
And I had a memory. The memory I had was standing in my living room with this bright ass light coming through the window and like in the middle of the night. And I remember thinking to myself, like, is my roommate coming home in the middle of the night? And is that his headlights? And as soon as I thought, is it his headlights? He came walking out of his bedroom in the memory. He came walking out of his bedroom and he's like, dude, what is that light? And it's like, I thought it was you coming home. I thought it was your headlights. He's like, no, man. He's like, what is that? And he opened up the front door to like see what the lights were. And as he was opening the front door, I walked over to peek out the blinds. And that was it. That was where the memory ended. Next thing you know, I'm laying in bed sideways. No idea what happened, but I know something happened. I couldn't stop thinking about it because I just felt weird. My body, my energy was different. And eventually later on that day, like I even overslept by two hours. Like I was missing phone calls. I was out. Like I missed my alarm. I, I missed everything that morning. And I was actually late for somewhere. That's how like much I was out. Later on that day, I uh, my roommate texted me and I don't even know what compelled me. I wanted to tell him about it, but I didn't know how he would like react to me telling him like the memory I had. So I said, oh, by the way, I think we were abducted by aliens last night. Just LOL. And he's like, dude, he's like, why did you just why did you just say that? And I was like, what do you mean? He goes, something happened to me last night. I'm like, what? He's like. I woke up. He said, I passed out. He goes, I never sleep through the night. He goes, I'm always getting up and peeing. I can't, he has trouble sleeping all this stuff. And he was like, I passed out and I was just out for hours. And I woke up soaking wet. I was completely soaking wet. My clothes were drenched. I had to go take a shower. And he's like, I, I, something happened to me. I knew something happened, but he goes, tell me, what do you remember? And I told him the memory. He's like, I don't remember that, but I believe you. He's like, I know something happened to me. So I think we were collectively like taken that night and I just was left with the memory of us being in the living room. But I don't remember waking up and walking into the living room. The memory is just like I'm all of a sudden I'm standing there, you know. So, wow. Yeah, something happened to you guys for sure. And that was one of my recent ones. How long ago was that? Uh, the, the most recent daylight savings time a couple months ago. Oh, that was just a couple months ago. Wow. Yeah. Now I need to look up and see what date that was. Or that was more than a couple. That was. Well, this year. Yeah. Earlier this year. Yeah. Uh, Mar Sunday, March 12th. Yeah. March. So, yeah. March 12th was when it was. So there you go. The March 12th, the daylight savings time abduction. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> um. You want to read next that next question? question? Oh, am I reading it? Okay. Yeah. Um, I'm leading. I'm leaning hard into us being the high tech that can defend against benevolent techs. Are you two working on any conscious tech within yourselves? Meditation, intentions, physical. Um, if you're, I think, I think what you're trying to say is like you're realizing we are we are technology ourselves which is true um and then we just need to tap into that and yeah absolutely i meditate uh, i need to do it more but i um i do meditate i set intentions i um visualize and uh, all that 
And I mean, it's I like, try to be conscious of what I'm, what I'm manifesting as in what I'm, uh, um, what my intentions are. I try to be more conscious of that and like where my emotions are and what, what healing I need to do and what I'm, when I'm, uh, putting out there, you know, mm-hmm. good. I, I mean, I agree. I think I, I, every time over the years since 2011, since I've been, you know, under attack quote attack by these negative entities it ultimately i gained something from each experience and i have like a new tool under my belt and ultimately like i visualize them as tools but really they're just forms of protection and abilities that i have innately within me but that darkness is actually helping me unlock that so mm-hmm. I, I really do like as far as it goes yeah like i have i te- i definitely have been um unlocking the tech with inside me if you want to use that term <clears throat> excuse me question tyler and aaron what advice would you give to people who have testimonies to share but don't feel safe coming forward um i have great advice for you and this is what i've realized um from people who reach out to us they have stories to share sometimes these people they're adamant they don't want to come on the show just to be clear i don't want to come on your podcast but i really want to share this story with you guys and then once they share the story that's enough for them and they feel like they got it off their chest and it's healing in itself just to say it out loud so -hmm. i would say you don't have to come forward publicly just find somebody that you feel safe with and and share it with them and if you do, right. if that's not enough, like then you can reach out to somebody like us or somebody, uh, wh- whoever you feel comfortable sharing it with, it's going to make you feel better about the experience. Uh, that's what I would do. Yeah. What Tyler said. Um, it's like therapy. I feel like. <laughs> right, right, right. Um, don't think you have to go on a show just because you're supposed to or something like if it doesn't feel right, it doesn't feel right. Then that's where you're at. But um like tyler said share it with whoever feels safe um and maybe in the future if you get to a point where you're like okay i feel now i feel like i'm ready and i want to bring this on a show to get this out to more people and usually that coincides with people feel like more people need to hear this because it's going to help it's going to help people to hear this especially the people that have experiences similar to this. So they don't feel so alone. So they're like, Oh my gosh, that person has the same experience I've had. And that right. validates their own experience. And then they feel more empowered to share it. And this is how, this is part of the thing. Cause here's the thing. Like I talked about people waking up. Well, it's also part of that is so many people on the planet have had so many experiences and things that they, because of the collective um, uh, false matrix that has been created they think, oh, I'm going to be labeled as weird or feeling think I'm weird or crazy if I talk about this or my own family or friends are going to not want to talk, you know, think I'm weird, blah, blah, blah. But the more of us that come out and talk about this stuff, the more those people feel safe and comfortable talking about it and the more and then it just snowballs. Right. And then it becomes no longer this weird fringe thing that people are like, oh, that's weird. Oh, you must be crazy. Whoa, that's weird. No, it's then just like, OK, this is happening. And then enough of us you know it becomes what am i trying to say it becomes um more normalized in society where where it's just like hey everyone knows this is happening everyone knows ets are here everyone knows uh this technology exists everyone knows this is happening you know uh and then that's going to think of how powerful that is for the collective 
reality that we're you know we're right. gonna start like waking up to well, that stuff th and that's what i always said too like as soon as you start speaking your truth you attract the right people into your life and the wrong right. people fall away you know so um you just become in alignment you start to align things start to align for you uh somebody right. made a good point daylight savings time is coming up this weekend so i should watch out <laughs> yeah. yeah um what is next? Uh, question. Did the Earth go fourth density in 2012? And we are 3D beings transmitting into the fourth? Um, I don't know the answer to that. So I can't say one way or the other. But I definitely think we are trans transitioning into the yeah. higher frequencies. So, yes. I don't. Yeah. I mean, you can put whatever labels you want. And I don't know the answer to that either exactly. But what I do know is that the earth is ascending. The earth is moving up in frequency. And there's actual real scientific data you can actually find that that corroborates that, which is interesting. Um, and you can feel it yourself. You know, there's all kinds of evidence and proof of that. But yeah, I just don't like to put labels. I, I just don't like labels in general for a lot of things because I think you're, you're kind of like, you're getting caught up in your head and trying to box things into, Oh, is it this? Or this? It's like, well, who cares what label you want to put? It? All that matters is that it's happening. Right? right. It's happening. It's happening. That's all that matters. All right. Let's get this. We have quite a bit of questions still. So, but absolutely. I agree with the label thing. Um, do you all think ghosts are just us from a parallel universe bleeding into this reality and could be why we have deja vu? Um, no, maybe I don't, some I do, of it is some uh, of it maybe, but I don't maybe. think that's the answer for all of it. No. I think, I think a lot of them are trapped souls, um, mm -hmm. deceased loved ones or whatever. I think it's every individual is going to have their own story. Earthbound gonna, spirits is, yeah, a, Earth, is a better way. I like to say as uh, right. what ghosts are there. There are people that have died, but, but for a multitude of reasons, they did not cross over because usually it's because of fear, uh, uh, self-worth religious you're breaking up Aaron Aaron froze up did you guys can you guys still hear Aaron I don't he froze up for me um let me know in the comments please if we lost Aaron but he was getting ready to say religious beliefs so hang on is he here yeah, I mean, it depends on who you are and what you believed in and what, you know, where you were at on a, your soul's journey on whether or not you're going to transition. Or Sorry, not. I dropped out. Yeah, I'm finishing My your back. answer. I was finishing your answer for you. Uh, they said oh, the, ghost got, the ghost got him. <laughs> the ghost yeah. got me. He turned into a ghost. He transitioned like before our eyes. Right. Uh, anyway. Yeah, I was just saying, like, it all, it really depends on, like, what you believed in, who you were, where you were on your spiritual journey, like, like, where you, on your, your soul's vibration evolution. was that? Well, and where you right. are in your soul's evolution. I think it all depends right, on right. what happens to you. So. Well, and a lot of people that die really traumatic deaths get trapped because of the trauma, because of such the <laughs> intensity of the trauma that they just can't, you know, they get, right. they get like, that dense energy. Well, and Traps. so deja vu has been explained a number of different ways also. And and one of them is one that I like is from the book, Thea Uber Prophecy. It says before you even incarnate, you see your whole life. You already know your whole life story anyway. It's like you mm -hmm. see it play out. You know how you're going to die. You know everything. Um, so then when you get 
in certain when you encounter certain moments in life sometimes that memory bleeds through from you from the life review that you already witnessed before you incarnated and in that book that's the way deja vu is explained i also mm -hmm. think it can mean a number of other things i don't think that's the only answer um, because we understand that you know the timeline manipulation the secret space programs like there's so many things going on and so many different versions of ourselves i don't think there's any one answer for that right I think there's yeah I think you're right there's a mul multiple reasons for deja vu and when you understand time is an illusion uh time really only time exists as an experience for us in 3D but when you get to the higher levels time is completely different like it, it doesn't exist like it does here and mm. a lot of ETs can travel <laughs> throughout you know travel in time and can manipulate time and that's why like you hear about ET abductions they abduct you, they can wipe your memory and put you right back in time in the exact spot and the exact point in time that you left without looking like nothing ever happened. And then you have no memory and you just go on. And this is what like the 20 and back with right. the secret space program, same thing happens. They're able to put you right back in time 20 years back. And then the, the exact point, because to them, they, this is like everyday <clears throat> or, stuff. Or eight hours and back. It can be any amount of time. Any amount of time. Yeah. Um, while we're on that topic, first of all, somebody said, I can't ignore this comment. They're like, he ghosted us talking about you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, that's yes. what he did. He ghosted us. I um, did ghost you guys. So you might have heard me say this on a previous episode, but the Halo series on Paramount Plus, it, it, it depicts the secret space program and being abducted mm. as a child and being this super soldier program. The whole thing, it's major disclosure. But the one difference from all the testimonies, not all of them, because some of them do involve clones, right? Mm -hmm. um, in the show, they don't take the person and bring them back. They What they do is take the original person and replace them with a clone. And the clone just grows up with the family, the mom and dad. The parents don't even know their son is now a clone. You know, And the reason that they can't use the original person or the reason they can't use just a clone in the program is because the actual original soul has the abilities that are sought mm -hmm. after. The clone right. isn't going to have the same abilities that the original front, what they call like a front altar has. So mm. that that's why they need actually you in the show instead of, and they replace you with the clone and the clone just grows up and has no, has no idea that anything happened. The parents don't know. Anyway, mm. just side note. I just think that's an interesting aspect. Yeah. Oh, oh real quick, real quick. So <laughs> just to clarify, cause I, I just see, I don't, I see this comment a lot with, with the 20 and back because this is this just shows you how programmed we are with time right as if it's this fixed thing that cannot be manipulated and it's that's not what it is at all we we really have been programmed with a false view of what time even is and nature of reality but that's the whole thing anyways i see this comment over and over and over again if they were taken for 20 years wouldn't they their family uh have known they were missing for 20 years and uh why wasn't anyone looking for them you know and they're like it's like no you, you're not getting it they were brought back after the 20 they spent 20 years up there brought back and put put back at the exact moment in time they were taken so in this and and there's there's really two different timelines and tony rodriguez talks about this all the time and and your main timeline it's like nothing ever happened it's like you were never gone nothing it's like nothing ever happened even though it did right so mm -hmm. 
they that person that was taken and spent 20 years in in their earth timeline they they were nothing happened and their memory was wiped so they have no memory initially until they get their memories start coming back so no they were not gone for 20 years that that's not what happened they they were but they were not in the earth timeline because time is not what we think it is well it's people they hear it and don't do any research you know they're just right like oh but i just see that comment over and over and over again and i'm just like okay (laughs) some people just aren't aren't getting that aspect of it well, and well, the age regression, I see a lot of people have a problem with like, well, wouldn't they have grown up? And then how could they, you know, they would be an adult suddenly. It's like, well, they were age regressed also back to the age that they were taken at. And a lot of people can't wrap their their well, minds around how that's possible. But that's we're talking very... about technology far in advance of ours. So, yeah, guys, we're talking about technology thousands of years advanced of where like think about think about like think about hundred years ago, if you brought like your iPhone or a smartphone back to somebody a hundred years ago, they think it's magic. Like they, they'd be like, their brains would explode. Or a drone. You start That's a hundred years. Or, or a drone, drone or so many things, a computer. Wow. That's a hundred years. Think about thousands of years. We can't even fathom what, how much and more advanced technology we'll get in thousands of years, just from where we're at on earth. Now think about civilizations that have been around for way longer that have been advanced hundreds of thousands of years of us it's going to seem like magic to us they can basically do anything right and uh yeah who is it that who is it that even said like anything that you can imagine uh we already know how to do like anything you can even imagine like we cannot we've already done a long time ago and like that was ben rich yeah ben rich yeah so um it's not it's not far-fetched guys like when you really understand what's going on here Anyway, sorry. Um, to... That's all right. We have some more questions here. We're going to probably wrap this up around two hours, so about 25 minutes. Um, what are your thoughts on the Mothercraft space arcs and what is being found on them? Who's really in charge? I think that, honestly, guys, I think that's a distraction narrative that <laughs> I, I feel like maybe that's actually going on. I just think that's some of the like clickbait stuff. And like, that's some of the stuff that's being sold to the community that really is like irrelevant to be perfectly honest, if I'm being honest. Uh, but I also don't discount that it's yeah. happening and it might be real, but I'm not guided to follow that. There might, Yeah. There might be some yeah. reality to that, but I, I, I don't buy into the, uh, like, like you said, the clickbaity stuff that gets like pushed by certain certain people out right. there um, it is always conveniently have some new information to share you know to keep people right. it's like watching oak island keep people hooked, the 10th right. season in a row yeah right it's like a show um, right yeah. exactly um are you guys are you guys star seeds if yes i mean yes, yes. we're i mean i would almost <laughs> say everyone's a star seed who's waking up if you're having an awakening if, you're a star seed if you're watching this right now you're you're probably right. And when have you realized that you were different um, when I went through my awakening? And it's not that I'm different. And and I just realized that I'm capable of so much more. Yep. Um, how will you Hopefully know? You know, it's a screen. Oh, sorry. <laughs> oh, go ahead. Oh, you know, it's a screen memory. That's a good question. That's a really good question. How do you know if a memory is, is real or if it might be a screen memory? You can answer that. So there's a, a number of different ways to look at this. And we've actually covered this in older episodes. I remember we did, a, a, I think it was our first or second episode with Johan Fritz and Jody Reynosa together, where we really covered screen memories. And I think we did it justice, but if you want to go back and watch that, but 
for one, it might not be a screen memory, but it can be a screen image in a memory. So here's here's a perfect example. If you if you have a memory where you were being like taken, but the person taking you was a, a cleaning lady or something really weird, and mm-hmm. like you're taken by this cleaning lady onto a ship or whatever, it's obviously like the cleaning lady is the screen memory for the ET, whatever it is that doesn't want you to see who they are because you would never go with that person. You know, it's scary. So they should, they, they present themselves as something different in the memory, in the experience. Um, other times, I think as a great example of a screen memory is a reoccurring dream. Like, man, I've had the same dream 10 times now and it's the same thing over and over. I'm taking on this craft and blah, blah, blah. blah. Uh, I think that is a telltale sign for a screen memory. In my personal opinion, I think they want you to remember that. So every time that you're taken, you you just get the same memory that plays in your head and you don't actually know what's happening to you each time. Mm-hmm. It's just like they just like install it and then that's... They hope you don't dig too dig any right. deeper and you just accept it, right? Right. And... Um, so the only way to actually know is to really get to know yourself and feel into it and understand mm-hmm. like, and, and explore it. If you feel guided to explore it, go have a session or QHHT session, um, you know, seek out hypnosis and, and go back into that moment. And a good practitioner will help you dissolve that screen memory and they'll help you identify the screen memory. If it is a screen memory, um, I, you know, so I wouldn't, you would have to go to somebody who's actually well-versed in that and understand screen memories. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would recommend that, but ultimately you just have to feel into it and know yourself and like, man, I just know that's not what happened. It was something else, you know? Right. Um, would you interview Cliff High? I don't know. Uh, I'm not opposed. I'm not opposed. Um, I mean, we do know an interesting story about him that you know kind yeah. of turned turned us off to him years ago. But, um, but that being said, yeah, right. he's a smart guy, and you know he's on to something for sure. Um, right. Even though I don't agree with everything he says and is about personally, uh, right. but he's he is on point with some stuff, and he's and he's very smart, and um, yeah, I wouldn't be opposed to it. Right. But I'm also not. I'm also not like chomping on the bit to get I could, <laughs> either. either you know. Sorry, Cliff, if you're listening to this. Yeah, sorry, <laughs> Cliff, if you're listening. To this. We still love you. Right. Uh, question: What do you guys think about the moon? Oh man, so the moon is becoming like the most hot conspiracy theory right now, especially on TikTok and Instagram, along with the flat Earth and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, I'm just going to go with, I really think it's a satellite that was brought here at some point. I think Earth existed without the moon for a number of years and a specific ET group brought it here and it serves as a space station. Um, And the backside is littered with, cluttered with bases of different groups of ETs, including our government. And, you know, in a nutshell, I think that's what's going on with it. Now there's People think it's a hologram. People think, you know, it's not solid. And people think uh, there are a number of things about the moon at this point. Ultimately, we don't know. We never, none of us have like been to the moon in this physical reality. Maybe some people have, right? Well, um, some of us have. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
but you know what I mean? Like none yeah. of like us watching the show. Right. So to sit there and argue with somebody about what it is or what it isn't is really irrelevant. So just feel into it again. But I mean, I'm sure you probably agree with that. Aaron. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, there you can do research on the moon and there's, so the moon is really interesting because if you go down a lot of rabbit holes that we've been down, it, it appears that the moon is actually a ship that was parked in orbit a long time ago. And um, it, it that lines up really well, actually, with even the scientific, even the mainstream like science, uh, what they know about the moon, because all everything about the moon doesn't make any sense if it's a if it's a natural object if it's a natural moon uh it's like it's too big it's too this it's too that it doesn't like mainstream science even says this they're like it's really an anomaly it doesn't make any sense um so they have to come up with these theories of what they think how it got there but you know they always have to come up with a theory to explain because they have to have some kind of explanation but they really are like baffled by the moon because they're like it shouldn't be there well, right. if it is a ship that was parked in orbit, that explains and why why it only faces one side, only faces the Earth at all times, like all these things. It explains all of it. Right. Just like, and, you know, when you put advanced technology and, and ETs into the equation, it explains so much of our reality, right? That doesn't make any sense otherwise. Well, um, and one of the ar arguments is, the big argument is, you know, the, the moon landing footage is faked. Yes, a large yes. portion of it was they, faked. They so, used fake footage. That doesn't mean they didn't go to the moon. It's possible that they went and they also showed fake footage, or at least a lot well, of it was the fake footage. Well, actually, in our webinar about the dumbs, we I played that clip from that Area 51 whistleblower from 2008, and he explains it pretty well, and it pretty much lines up with mm -hmm. William Tompkins' testimony as well. But yeah. what he said is, we went, there was astronauts that went to the moon, right. and and he even quoted one of the astronauts, you know, he said the air traffic was, there was so much air traffic, you couldn't take a photograph without a UFO. Right. And there right. were so many bases that you couldn't release a photo without airbrushing they, it out. So they knew they could not show you the real footage because right. you could see all this stuff that is not supposed to exist. So what they did was they, NASA did their Photoshop thing, right? And they gave us some photos, mm -hmm. what they could, but they realized it wasn't enough. So they, they realized quickly they had to, fake we got they, they had to give us something so they did right. set up a stage at area 51 and he even says if you go on google earth you can see the remnants of a crater field that they created to film the rest mm -hmm. of the moon landing so they showed you what they could and then they filled in the blanks with the rest so that's right. why none of it makes any sense and then that's why some of the astronauts when they're asked about it some of those astronauts that apparently went to the moon didn't they were the guys on set at area they 51. were on the set so right. like the flat earthers, you know, when they interview these guys, they're like, he's like, well, I didn't go to the moon, you know, but. And, and then they use that as proof of. Space is fake. <laughs> yeah. yeah oh, see, that's proof. End of story. Um, like, no, that's not. So, topic. you know, I, I truly, I feel like that's what happened. I don't know, but that's what I feel like. No, that's, yeah, everything. That's, that's exactly what I think too. And when you, when you actually do research it, you will, you'll find that, Okay. They did go to the moon, but they also filmed the fake footage. And most of what they most of what they showed was the fake footage because there's all this all these bases and ships flying around and ETs and all this stuff. They're right. like, okay, 
we cannot possibly airbrush out, you know, all of this stuff. Like they knew they had to just show mostly the fake. Right. And even like some people say that even like Mission Control Houston, like didn't were even being shown fake footage also. Mm-hmm. Like they, they didn't used... even they oh, yeah, like sorry. even NASA didn't uh, didn't know that they were seeing fake footage. Is No. One... And that just shows you how compartmentalized right. everything. It's so compartmentalized, guys. Like, right. It's not like they're all in on it. <laughs> it's that's not how it works. It's very compartmentalized, yeah. very tightly controlled in that way. And they used uh if you listen to like the um the astronauts talking to one another, they use these certain code words, code terms. Uh and one of them was so I think they use like Santa Claus as code for for like ETs or 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 a sh- Yeah, or, like, they had like code word comms, you know, they're comms. Right. And then one of them was um uh what is it? uh keep it less obvious or uh keep it kilo yeah kilo keep it less obvious k-i-l-o where when they want to start talking about hey i'm seeing a ship or i'm seeing something that they can't overtly talk about they say you'll hear them say kilo and then they'll start talking in this kind of like cryptic code where you're like what are they saying they're talking like code they'll say kilo because they're like all right go to keep it less obvious start talking in code Right. And then they start saying these words that are like, they're saying, hey, I'm seeing a light. I'm seeing a ship. I'm seeing this, blah, blah, blah. And they're talking about the real stuff that they were. Right. Yeah. Um, question. Simulation theory. What are your thoughts on that? Um, man, I, in a sense, if you really want to like view our reality as a simulation, you can. Uh, actually, our episode with Maureen Richmond, the astronomer, astrologer. I mean, I'm sorry, not astronomer. I asked her this because a lot of people think that astrology is proof that we're living in a simulation because it nails things so accurately down to a T. But her answer to that, which I cannot, I don't remember exactly what she said, was the best answer to it I've ever heard. Um, But it depends on how you, what you view as a simulation. Yeah, we have like the CIA documents and stuff that were released that say like we're living in like this simulated reality. I don't know. Um, and you never know if those are released intentionally or not. Um, I don't know, Aaron, what do you think? Um, can you repeat that one more time? Sorry. <laughs> the, what? The, the simulated reality. Simulated reality. Sorry. Okay. There we go. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I, I think it's reality you could say is a type of simulation. Yeah. Type of like you could think of it that way, but that doesn't mean it's like, it's literally a computer that we think of like a computer physical simulation in that way. But I, I, I think reality is, is you could think of it and, and like it's a simulation that like um, is being created by consciousness to put it simply, um, which means consciousness has control over it. And that's proven, proof, proven, been proven with quantum physics and so much, right? It's been proven, in my opinion. Right. That, uh, and since we are all the same consciousness, basically, that we're all tapping into, we're all conscious uh, creator beings. Um, that means you affect reality because reality is just a manifest everything's energy right everything's energy your energy everything you see is energy 
what looks like physical reality is just vibrating energy and what is energy well ultimately it's light and ultimately what's that it's consciousness it's well it's all made of the same stuff and a lot of people they see like the glitches in the matrix right now like we see weird stuff Mm -hmm. birds stopping in midair people blipping out of reality trees appearing where they shouldn't what i think is the illusion the the illusion that we've been dealt is failing right it's breaking down it's breaking down so we're gonna start to see the weirdest things that don't make any sense because we've been living under a false matrix illusion we don't actually know what reality looks like um and i think it's honestly this is i feel like it's being maintained with like all the towers like the grid of 5g towers all over the planet i think that frequency Mm -hmm. actually helps maintain the illusion and that's why we can't see right. certain UFOs and certain ETs, and that's why a right. could be a reptilian, but they really look like a human, you know. Right, right, right. So, so on top of like what I just said, they are also using technology, I think, to to keep this five sense three D matrix reality intact, so that we don't, so that we stay stuck in it, basically, and that we keep right. feeding into that, and that goes along with that. So, and Barry. Barry said timelines merging. That's also happening. That's like, also happening. There's so like, much like, happening right now. There's like the next moments. the next closest like dimension, you could say, um, which has advanced beings living there. Like we are we're bumping shoulders with it. And eventually we'll be merged. And I think that's when we'll have like first contact, right? Like these other ETs like that mm-hmm. exist just outside of our reality. Um, right. they're gonna be one with us. And you know, right. I don't know it can how that's going to play out physically, but I will share what I was shown on mushrooms about our reality, and it did it did use a pro a computer program as an analogy to help me understand it. Mm-hmm. So it showed I was asking questions, and it, you know, kind of zooms out, and I wanted to know first of all the first thing I asked was I wanted to know about the secret space program. I was like, I want to see like the the mechanism of the secret space program. I want to see it, and uh, they they zoomed out and showed me Earth, which was round, but that's probably <clears throat> um, whatever my own lens. But they show me Earth with like a grid of like craft, I guess you could say, mm-hmm. and space stations and everything, just completely encompassing it. And then it all turned black, and the entire planet turned into a black cloud. And it showed cancer. It showed me the word cancer. And so when I asked about the secret space program, it just said cancer. Like it's all all done and operating under nefarious purposes. So like that needs to go. We can't have anything operating in secrecy where we're going. So then I asked, is there life on Venus? And Venus, they they zoomed over to Venus and Venus just melted away. And I was got I got a download that life exists on Venus if you believe life exists on Venus. It's like you create like that reality. We it was like trying to show me that every even the planets, everything that we believe in is real in a sense. Mm-hmm. And it I I wanted to know about the ascended masters for some reason I asked. And it showed me the ascended masters as a CD ROM being like slid into the earth and uploaded like a program. And it was like it's a program and it was the whole download was like, it was a program just to help with the evolution of our consciousness. And like every yep. planet gets their own version of this program. And it didn't matter which ascended master. It didn't matter who you decide to believe in or cho- it's, or, you know, choose to follow. Yep. It's all serving the same purpose. It doesn't matter. 
it's just like an inst it's like a part part of the program right and then it I it was showing me light language and it was showing me light language and it was showing me light language as as like a up a system update so all the light language coming through from different people right now every the entire system the entire planet is being updated so mm -hmm. when like even emotions have codes and the and the light language is the coding for that program so joy yeah. would be a program and and the light language coming through for joy is like that being upgraded you could also look at it as ascension but this is all how it was showed to me mm. on mushrooms so and i could keep <laughs> going on and on but it was really interesting they used they kept using like a computer program software as an analogy to explain to me how everything worked it's mm -hmm. so in a sense it is a simulation but like you said we're creating it right it's we're making it real Right. And DNA. Well, what is DNA? It's code. So exactly. and but you but we and this is also proven scientifically proven that we have conscious control over our own DNA and what gets activated and we can even change it. Um, yeah. So so but the DNA is like the code that. That creates you and creates uh your reality basically through you um and this is why they why do you think they're so obsessed with manipulating our dna and with, right. with our dna with dna in general what like we know that gets traded throughout the galaxy in these programs and stuff right. um because it's it's like special code that they can do so much with you know basically mm -hmm. yeah it was super interesting but like everything every plant tree animal human object everything like all the light language coming through right now is like allowing mm -hmm. that frequency to shift so it yeah. is literally like a system update and yeah. that's that that was what it was showing me anyway that's that's yeah. just my experience on mushrooms so don't take any of that as fact anyone listening to that um yeah that's that's pretty spot on from my experience as well that that's yeah do <laughs> you remember past lives Either of you. The only way I remember any of them is through past life regressions. And I've had quite a few and every time it's been different and we'd be here forever if I got into that, but shortly answered. Yes. Um, not at this, not at this time. Um, though I have some suspicions, but I, I don't have any memories yet. And I haven't, I have personally haven't felt called to seek out those memories i i because here's the thing like that can that can be a hindrance if if it can uh if you get caught up too much in your in past lives and what you were in a past life and what traumas happened to you in a past life well that can actually re-traumatize you a lot of times right and then that it can it can actually do a lot more harm than good if if you're not meant to know certain past lives and this like because really all that matters is the now that's really yeah. all that matters but if if it's going to really help you to know certain past lives especially if you have a trauma that stems from a certain past life, a lot of times then it's really helpful to go back to that. So you can actually and, heal from that. Trauma. And you'll be guided to do that anyway. Like it'll just happen right. if it's supposed to happen. If you're if supposed, it's supposed to, to, happen. to heal something, then you will. But if it's not coming up, like and you go looking eventually. Yeah. Like it might not be harmful, but it might, might just like we leave well enough alone, you know, might, it might not be for your highest good to know about your past lives in this right. lifetime or, okay. or space program memories or any, or of even it. that. Right. Right. Or anything. It just depends um, on what's for your highest good. 
What percentage of cats do you think are aliens? All of them. <laughs> um, yeah. I actually think it's like what percentage of humans do you think are aliens? Like, it, I don't know. Right. I don't really know. We are. Our our genetics are from ET. Like we're all we're ETs. We've been ETs the whole time. We didn't even know it. <laughs> Have either of you seen your higher self? in this experience i believe i have one time and i believe i channeled my higher self one time and i've never been able to do it again um i'm not positive that it was my higher self but i feel like i it was so yes Steen? Uh, i know um i think i get um downloads i guess you could call it or uh different different uh knowings or different things coming through my higher self and i i feel connected i feel connected to my higher self but i don't I don't know like visually or anything no i haven't like seen it in that way right um next question do you think those upstairs will allow the use of nuclear weapons i mean i think we covered that on like every episode <laughs> no <laughs> right. the ultimate answer no um to put it simply no it will not be allowed right there's only a story. couple left here so let's get through these last few um have you found the truth on your journey? Absolutely not. Like the, there's no end to the truth. Like it's a constant, yes and no. Yeah. Well, yes and no. Like, but I mean, like, there's no <laughs> ultimate truth where you're gonna get there and be like, oh, I'm done. Like, let's go. Not a destination you know? that you arrive at and you're done. Right. Right. A, That's what I meant. Yeah. Moment. Yes. Um. Uh. Have could you interview Honey C Golden or Tara by Janine? We've already interviewed Tara by Janine uh, about. A year and a half or so ago we interviewed tarot by janine yeah. so if you go back you can find that episode it was really good um tyler do you want to say yeah a <laughs> number of people have wanted us to reach out to honey golden and i don't know if she's like a major flat earther or not i don't know a whole lot about her but i just haven't been guided to we to have not it. been guided to um, yeah we checked her, her channel out and we just it didn't resonate just to put it simply, not um, every, not saying everything she's saying is false, but like right. ultimately, we just decided we 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 just weren't going to pursue it. So, right, that's right. that. So, yeah. Um. Okay. So, one last reminder for everybody who's here who didn't hear me earlier: if you want to win a free ticket to our conference next year, May thirteenth through sixteenth, Rebels of Disclosure. Go sign up for our Patreon. It's only five dollars, and you're automatically entered to win. And if you're already a Patreon member then you're automatically entered to win as well. So we're going to not, we are going to announce the winner next Thursday on the shows. Um, so we're, we're waiting until then. So anyone who watches the replay can have a chance to sign up. Um, also make sure that if you don't win, you can take advantage of the early bird special, which ends on black Friday at midnight and the early bird, uh, comes with a discounted price and a free t-shirt, which you'll get at the door uh, when you get to the conference and you pick your t-shirt size at checkout and the live stream. Uh, there's also an early bird price for the live stream tickets as well. And every in-person pass comes with a live stream ticket. So that's a cool bonus as well. Um, Rebelsofdisclosure.com. That link is below. It has all the information and our next webinar coming up in December, we don't have the date yet, but the next webinar on Patreon will be on Tartaria, the pod people, the world's fairs. And I'm super excited to get into that. And I'm even more excited to get into why all the Tartaria believers believe that the earth is flat because, um, not all, but a lot not all, but mo like almost most of them that I come across. So I'm really interested to like 
you know, develop a theory on that and dive into this and see why that is and, and really break it down. Because I mean, I, I kind of see where some of their arguments are, but it's, you, you know, you can make an argument for anything that you want to believe in. So right. um, not saying that we're right either, but we're going to break, we're going to explore that. So uh, it'll be a lot of fun. Well, well, you can poke holes in, in arguments that people think are like, it's like a lot of people, they, they, they have an argument or they, they're like, Oh, this is this. So that's done. That's the truth. And it's like, well, you, you come at it. You're like, well, you poke holes in it. And then it's like, okay, nope. The truth is not done. You know, it's like, maybe there's something else going on here. Someone, and, uh, maybe, someone said, maybe there's more that you haven't looked at, you know? Right. Someone said, please answer my question. I don't know what question uh, you had. One more did just what come through. Question? I, I don't know what it was. Um, one more question did just come oh, through. Oh, Loyal just posted another. Oh, this is the one. Do you guys think Israel Gaza is prep work for false flag, ETE, Messiah, Blue Beam type of thing? Actually, we answered that already. Um, we did we answer might... that, but we can say it again. Um, absolutely. We said yes. they're going to fake, <laughs> they're going to try and fake revelations and it's going to be done over there. But we did answer that in detail earlier in the episode. So I guess you tuned in later. Um, but if you want to go back and listen to that answer, um, feel free to do that. But I don't think that's going to lead to like, I don't, because some people think we're on the, we like, we're, we're just headed towards this future of like millions and millions and millions of people are going to die and it's just going to be mass chaos and it's going to be, you know, the new world order is going to take over and blah, blah, blah. And no, like, I, I personally don't believe that i think there's going to be some chaos i think there's there's going to be some death and destruction to some degree which we're already seeing right now um but i know we're like to put it simply like gaia is the being the planet we are on we are we're living on a when a conscious being (laughs) so that being has decided to ascend and uh so we're seeing right now the chaos that we're seeing and that why it seems things are getting worse is because it's like detoxifying. It's it's all the things that were already here that we are now getting to experience, basically, that the darkness that's kind of like coming to the surface. Right. But it's got to play out to some degree and we've got to like experience to some degree and the cabal that's still kind of on their way out, but they're still kind of here. They're they're going to keep trying to play things out because they're desperate and they're going to try, you know, they're gonna go down. Swing, they're addicted basically. to the 3D reality, and that's all let, they know. They're not right. gonna let go of their addiction, right? Um, so, so yeah, we're gonna see some wars and some things play out, but I don't think it's gonna lead to this massive. I don't think they're gonna be able to to pull off a mass fake blue beam alien invasion where like the whole entire planet just devolves into chaos because of it, and like. I, that doesn't serve anything to me. I, that, then it's like, okay, well, why did we come here just to experience that? And the, you know, it doesn't well, make. Ultimately, any- everybody's like given a choice anyway right now. Like, depending on where you are right, right. now, if 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 Jesus blue beam Jesus appeared in the sky right now, depending mm-hmm. on where you are on your soul's evolution, where you are in your in your awakening, that's the like that's the deciding factor in that very moment. Like if you're aware of the blue beam invasion, if you're aware of the blue beam Jesus or they're going to fake revelations, it's not going to affect you. It can't affect you. It's only going to affect the people that don't understand. And for some reason on the soul level, they have chosen consciously or unconsciously to Mm -hmm. not 
ascend this time around. That doesn't right. mean that right. they're not going to ultimately ascend. So it doesn't, right. it's, it, it's not just going to be like every, the whole planet is going to fall for this because we're talking about this. They can't pull it off. It's not going to affect us as it's going to affect somebody who's sleeping. Therefore, that's, I mean, I guess you could say that's how the split occurs, you know, and yeah. it's ultimately like where you are right now, when one of these events happens is the deciding factor on, you know, what's going to happen to you. Yeah. Where you're at, where you're at consciously and where you're at vibrationally, it's not a good or bad. Don't view it in that way. It's not like better. So, Oh, we're better than no, no. It's just where you're at. And, and that's, you're only going to, you're going to experience the things you need to experience that are going to actually serve you on your journey. Like it doesn't, it's like, if you're in, if you're in like 12th grade, it'd be like you going back to first grade, you know, it's like, it doesn't make any sense. You've already long mastered that. Um, but there's a lot of people right now on the planet that are at, at, at like first grade. And then there's a lot of people that are at like 12th grade or closer to that, those, well, at a certain point, those are going to split. And that's where the split, I think it's a timeline split more of where it's like, you're going to have, you're going to have these people that need the third density lessons. They need a lot more of those lifetimes and lessons they're going to, they're going to go off on that right. either, you know, and, and some other planet is, or on this planet that stays in third density or whatever, however that plays out. And I want to, we're going to go these higher, you know? Yeah. And I want to remind everyone, like we don't die anyway. Like, right. so all these people that are quote dying right now, they're just transitioning. Their journey continues. Like this right. is all part of it anyway. Like it's all part of it anyway. Yeah, there's going to be casualties and it's going to seem like doom and gloom, but it only seems like that because we've been programmed to understand that death is this horrific thing. The soul's transitioning. Back in Lumeria, in the Thea Uber prophecy, it describes death in Lumeria and they would celebrate that soul. They would party. They would celebrate because they knew that soul was being freed from the physical body. They knew it was being freed and it was like this celebration of life. Like they get to go on and break free from this, you know, meat suit, right? Mm -hmm. um, it all depends on your perspective and how you view it. So, right. Um, right. What does what does every near death experiencer say when they they die and they go and they're like, oh my gosh, it was so much more real than here, <laughs> you know? Right. You exactly. don't realize it until you experience it, and then you're like, oh my gosh, now you have this whole new perspective because you experienced a more um, real reality than what this is right here this is like a lower manifestation reality it's still real but it's but it's it's more it's actually more like a dream than when you get out of this reality it's right. actually it seems more real and that's that's what uh wow. until you've experienced that it, it's like hard for us to to uh understand that because you're like wait how can it be more real than this this is mm -hmm. this is real and like no <laughs> No, this two is just things. all we know in this incarnation, unless you've experienced two things I want to address. Two things I want to address really quickly. Um, this last question and then a comment. Uh, do targeted individuals ever break free of technology, physically energetic attacks? Absolutely, if they want to. Some of them I see they play the victim to it. They're entire they choose to play the victim to it. Sorry, right. guys. I'm not like I'm not dogging you, but I see it happening. I and it's it ultimately so up to you. I've experienced being a targeted individual and I could have stayed there, but I had to climb above it. Um, and I'm not, I'm not saying that others don't have it worse than others. And maybe I, you know, I can't speak for everyone, but I do we're absolutely 100% believe, yes, you can break free from that. 
Yeah, you absolutely can break free from and that. And then it's not, it's not hopeless. A lot of it's all mental, you know, right. and it, they're, they're keeping your mind control. If you can break free and rise above that. Secondly, somebody said thumbs up for Foil being a full third time member of JTT. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so Foil does help yeah. us out on these lives. Every time we go live, I reach out to her. She's always there. I can count on her, you know, to uh, grab these questions and put them in the chat for us so we don't have to, so we don't miss any. And uh, she's amazing. We love you, Foil. Thank you so much for doing that. And, you know, we, hopefully uh, we can do more episodes with you shortly. You decided to get this new job that wants to make you work on Sunday. So uh, <laughs> we have to figure out a new schedule if we're going to do that. But uh, we appreciate all your help. And if you guys haven't yet, you should go over and subscribe to her channel, Loyal to the Foil YouTube channel. I think that's the name of her channel, actually. Uh, the same handle that she is here in uh, in the chat. So we love you, Foil. Thank you for all your help. We love you, Foil. You're amazing. Thank you. And um, yeah, go go sub sub to her channel, and hopefully we'll be doing another conspiracy theory trivia soon. Also, there's a lot to do. We're busy. So <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, thank you guys all for tuning in. Um, go sign up for our Patreon if you want to win a free ticket, a chance to win a free ticket for the conference, and we'll announce the winner next next week. And if you're already a member, then you're already signed up, and hopefully you win. Fingers crossed. Uh, we'll be announcing them, like I said, on the show next week. And if you want more information about the conference, rebelsofdisclosure.com. That link is below in the description. We love you all. Thank you for being here. Uh, we can't do this without you. Seriously, I say that all the time, but like, I mean, literally, you're the only reason. Uh, your support and your loyalty is what keeps us going. So we appreciate that. Thank you very yes. much. Thank you. We love you all. So much. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.